Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. Yeah, I'm looking at LinkedIn. It says London, and I thought you were based yeah. out of Cyprus. Yeah, I kind of did that on purpose because uh, it attracts uh, these. Well, I wouldn't have been in this position if I hadn't done that through LinkedIn. So there, you know the secret now. Ah, uh, well, here's yeah. the good. Here's the good news. I'm recording it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so now, now the secret <laughs> is loose. I love that. No, that's that's actually a good. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, London it shows you the power yeah. of LinkedIn. Actually, LinkedIn is amazing. It really and, is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing if it, if you use it right. So here's one yeah. thing LinkedIn could do for me. Um, for this podcast, the running joke is I can't say anyone's surname or last name. And Natasha, <laughs> oh my God, there's no, this is as Greek. And, okay, go ahead. How do you say your surname? <laughs> oh God, Kipriyanidis. Uh, so if, if LinkedIn was awesome, there'd be a little audio <laughs> file you could click next to the person. Yeah, and it would and say the audio name. version as well, right? Yeah. I'm gonna, um, they I'll, haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to send that to uh, to Reed Hoffman and tell him I have an improvement <laughs> for him. So you have a wonderful title at the bank, Group Head of Digital Banking and Innovation. I love that, that job title. Can you kind of describe what you do day to day at the bank? Yeah. So I kind of head up the digital banking and innovation space at the bank. I've kind of established and founded the innovation um, function at the bank. And I'm accountable for digital banking business across all verticals. Uh, essentially, that kind of means that I'm a key change agent driving the customer-facing digital agenda for the whole group. And I'm responsible for the definition and delivery of innovative digital product solutions across the bank's touch points. So one of my favorite... So that's what it means. Yeah, one of my favorite stories of you, because I've interviewed you before... Um, yeah. is when you talked about really that first product you rolled out the door when you came into the role, the yeah. mobile banking product. Mobile app. Yeah, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, what was it y'all did? Yeah, um, so that was as soon as I joined the bank, and that was about two years ago now. And uh, we had a mobile-first strategy towards the digital transformation roadmap. We kind of had this urgency to uh, put together a mobile banking app not just any mobile banking app. Uh, I kind of trashed what I had found and I uh, redid it with uh, all the resources that I had available to me, whether that was infrastructure and people in teams. And uh, we played, placed a lot of emphasis on the user experience and the rich functionality. So we managed to uh, build and launch a mobile banking app in just six months. So that was uh, quite a miracle, actually, given the circumstances and all these constraints. Well, you launched, but not only did you launch, but you won a bunch of awards, too. So yeah, <laughs> it's rather that's impressive. Right. And if I remember right, when you talked about the team that you had when you were designing the app, it wasn't like you had a ton of you know user experience designers or mobile app um, mm -hmm. programmers. You, you literally bootstrapped this entire thing. Yeah, they, uh, first of all, the, the people that uh, were involved in this project uh, didn't have any, pr none of those people had any prior experience in building uh, mobile banking apps or apps in general before. This was their first one. So that was quite shocking how we managed to get this done. And um, it, you go with intuition in, in a sense. So I kind of hired this startup that helped us with the user experience 
even though they later revealed to me that they had never done an app before. <laughs> <laughs> and then I utilized uh, the internal resources uh, from IT for some of the integration work and uh, an external vendor that had never done an app before either. So, so it goes to show that anything's possible and it's not about getting all the experts to help you. It's uh, having the, the passion and will and caring enough about um, the product that you're trying to build so that you can get there. So there you go, everybody. There's your case study of building an app. It can be done. And I think the tagline should be, what's your excuse? Because you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've proven out the yeah. model. Um, looking across, because you, you do a lot of speaking too, um, you know, about this experience and others. When you look at mm-hmm. what we're going through for digital transformation for, for banks, how do you think we're doing in 2017? getting better starting to figure this out yet or do you still think it's lagging oh it's lagging for sure mm. um there's a lot of talking going on but not enough doing that's what i'm uh, realizing so there's a lot of analysis thought leadership uh going on through the talking but uh i haven't seen uh, a balance with the doing bit I'll, that's uh, my observation yeah i'll back that up so i'm a consultant for you know banks globally we talk about digital transformation a lot, and I've been paid, as my company has, to go through mm-hmm. and do all this analysis and recommendations, and it looks beautiful on paper, and the number of times it's actually led to anything has been somewhat mm-hmm. sad. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that strategy execution is key, because uh, just designing a beautiful strategy is one thing, but actually managing to execute it properly with all these constraints, because we all have, uh, all banks have constraints, even fintech startups have their own types of constraints. So if you can manage to navigate through those constraints and execute that strategy well, that's success. And I haven't seen many of those yet. Yeah, I'd have to agree. All right, we're down to last minute. This is rapid fire. So right off the top of your head. All right. I know this is the one you're nervous about. That makes me laugh. All (laughs) right. What was the name of the song you wrote at age 16, your first song? Oh, Where Are You? Yeah, I wrote that when I was 16. Where Are You? It. Where Are You is the name of the song? Yeah. At 16. I love that. Okay, what 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 genre of music was that? Oh, God. Um, I think it, was, <laughs> it started off as a ballad, but then it went into a kind of rock, and then turned. I did another uh, <laughs> version of it, which was more electronic. So I did a couple of versions of it afterwards, but uh, the initial one was a ballad, a rock ballad. So you went from music into, if I remember right, brokerage, right? Wasn't that the transition in about 99? Yeah, that was my first uh, role at a bank. Uh, I was in brokerage. And from that, we ended up doing, well, I ended up doing what I'm doing now. So that is quite a transition. Yeah, that's one of the weirdest (laughs) transitions yet. (laughs) <laughs> that I can think of. I'm sure there's weirder ones than this one, but it all makes sense if you connect the dots going backwards uh, uh, now. To me, at least, it makes sense. You start off as an artist, and you need to be an artist to be in fintech, Ooh, I believe. That, that just became the uh, slogan for this episode. Really? Yeah, I like oh, that. Wow. There you go. It's a t-shirt. <laughs> we'll pass them out at uh, Money 2020 in Copenhagen. All right, last question. <laughs> So yeah. when it comes to music, who's your favorite artist or artists? One or two? Oh my God, that's a tough one. Um, off the top of my head, I would say you too. That's a good one. Um, 
I can't think of another one no, right YouTube's now. is good. No, uh, no, no. so many. <laughs> yeah, you too. I mean, you, you know, you set the bar rather high there. I think any band that can last, you know, four decades oh, deserves Pink a lifetime. Floyd, I would say as the, the second one. Oh, so just to, nice. I don't like to leave the question unanswered. So I would say you two and Pink Floyd. That's good. That's, that's perfect. All right, Natasha, where's the best place for our listeners to follow you and to see what you're doing? Oh, God. As in a physical place or like online? Well, physical would be really interesting. Let's go with online. <laughs> <laughs> online. Um, well, keeping track on LinkedIn, I think, is... Uh, is one way. Yeah, don't expect her. I yeah. keep it up to date. Yeah, except for the city part. So when you're looking for her in London, yeah. <laughs> she's on an <laughs> island a long way away in the med. <laughs> I'm actually in Cyprus, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Natasha, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me.